Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hey guys, good morning. It is a beautiful Thursday, April the 4th. It's not May 4th yet, but it is soon coming. So you're with Jody and Rod Pusey. We are with Zimmer, and every week we host a episode called Mafia Memoirs, where we interview the movers, shakers, detailers, vendors, suppliers of the automotive detailing industry. So we are very, very happy to have you with us. And we actually are very excited about today's uh, guest <laughs> because it is Jonathan Munsell, president of the IDA. So we're looking forward to exploring a conversation with him. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic uh, spring. It's interesting, last night I was on the phone with a guy that does detailing PDR wheels and uh, I mean he was working late and wanted to take a minute to look at Rotafest with me and uh, so it's always fun to uh, talk about uh, businesses with people, how they're trying to grow. Uh, he's a one-man shop looking to grow and uh, so it's pretty fun to uh, walk those journeys with people. So, um, but yeah, so we have uh, a lot of fun things that continue to happen here at Zenware. And uh, we just rolled out a brand new release of Rotafest. I'm actually, I've been reaching out to some new people to bring on to Mafia Memoirs, one of which is Chris West of uh, Solution Finish. I'm really intrigued to get him on. I think you guys would enjoy the conversation with him. But I think he's uh, trying to kick the vaping habit. So he's not giving me the time to talk to me. So I saw his post the other day and he's standing on the ledge after three days of not vaping. And so good luck in that quest to try to get that done. So, um, so yes, we're just waiting for Jonathan Munsell to join us and then we will add him also want to give a shout out to uh, Ryan McGowan. Uh, he and I were talking uh, earlier uh, last week about the power of marketing. And boy, if you've been following him on Facebook, he's been sharing some awesome work. So kudos to him for upping his game, mainly just sharing his story. And I think a lot of times we don't do a good enough job of sharing our story. And uh, it's a delicate balance of... You know, are you marketing to your customers or are you marketing to other detailers as uh, Levi Gates from the Rag Company talks about? He's like, man, dude, because a lot of you detailers are marketing to other detailers instead of your to your customers. So make sure that as you're doing that, that you're taking the time and effort and targeting the right market. So hopefully we will have Jonathan Munsell join us in just a sec. Um, he just messaged me. Um, so let me step off camera for a second. Let me see if he will join us. So, yep. uh, in the meantime, as always, if you are interested in being on Mafia Memoirs or if you would like to see someone else on Mafia Memoirs, please let us know. 
Um, you can message us either through Facebook, Instagram, Jody, Rod, myself, anybody. It doesn't matter. Just let us know. You can get a hold of us through our website. Um, let somebody else know if you don't know how to get a hold of us. A lot of people do. They make great comments. Um, yeah, love some of the comments that are coming in. Um, uh, last one, the greatest one I saw the other day was that I look like a smaller version of Shane Mayfield, his smaller, older brother, possibly. That's all right. That's all right. I'll take that. I'm maybe his better looking, smaller, older brother, but you know, I'm just saying. I thought you so, looked more like the guy from Breaking <clears throat> Bad. I do look more like the guy from Breaking Bad with more gray hair, but that's okay. Uh, you guys just keep that going. I don't care. Uh, I'm not quite at the Ian Porter level yet. I can't grow that uh, giant man beard that he puts out. But, you know, we'll keep trying that. There's Mr. Munsell right there, Jody. All right, good. So we're able to... So we will get started on this and uh, right. move it. Very, oh yeah, see him right there. Hold on one sec, Jonathan, we will add you. There he is. <clears throat> All right. Add, good. All right. Let me get a little... There we go. There Jonathan, on the move, Jonathan. On the move today. The, uh, How are you? I'm doing great. The uh, you got me today. I uh, I got stuck with child pickup to take to an orthodontist appointment right at the time of our call. That's so, perfect. That's perfect. That, that is the life of uh, being a business owner and a dad and the president of the IDA, right? Just do it all all the time. That's that, right. That's great. So, yeah. well, thank you for joining us, even if it is on the road. And you know what? That's really the beauty of being mobile. I mean, how many times do we see Rennie on the phone while he's driving, you on the, you know, Facebook Live as you're driving, talking about tips and tricks. Yeah, William Laurie. William Laurie all the time. Yeah, Yeah, I get more done in the car than most people get done in an office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I found that either I have to get to the office early Wake up early and work from home before anybody else wakes up, or I need to be on the road to get anything done. So, yeah, it's crazy. We're all we're all on the road. You know, we're running. You know, we're all hustling to get ahead. You know, squirrels trying to get nuts, but it's kind of how our lives are. And now everything's connected, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it makes a big difference. So we're we're really excited yeah. to have you for a number of reasons. One, you know, you have taken over the helm as president of the IDA. You also are the COO of Spiffy uh, Car Care, and uh, so you have a real unique background. And I thought it would be great to get you online. Let's first talk about your role as COO and uh, driver of that business. We were doing mobile. It was kind of shoddy, you know, kind of, you know, what equipment we could find at low work. You know, I spent years consulting for uh, small businesses and I used to own restaurants. in 11. So, you know, kind of after the economy had turned in 2008 and nine, it was coming back. But the mobile side of his business was the only thing that was growing at the time. So, you know, like the car wash was kind of flat. And he's like, but God, this mobile thing seems to be ticking along pretty well. A great girl in the office and they were taking orders mm-hmm. and they used to have a, you know, you'll, you'll appreciate this. You guys are software guys. Um, they used to have kind of like an old school teacher's planner, you know, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, different days on different pages. And if you called in, they, they'd write down all your stuff on like Tuesday 
And say you call back like, you know, two hours later, they'd go and they'd scribble it out and say you wanted to move to Thursday. They'd flip two pages and write it on Thursday. I'm like, oh, my God. The schedule was, you know, was a paper schedule for a truck that they'd hand a guy kind of a paper scribble note of an address. So I'm like, oh, my God, can we just apply a little bit of technology to this and 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 get this thing going? At the time, he, he was he was doing credit cards, but it was weird. He was you know, his guys were taking cash and checks. So I said, let's pl- apply a little bit of technology. Let's do, you know, let's go to all digital processing for payments. And we basically, our first round of it was we used Google Calendar and we built a calendar per truck and we started to schedule the trucks. If somebody called in to change it, you can drag and drop and move. And and that worked and that worked for a long time till about five trucks probably. And then it kind of blows up and you, you need more. So yeah. ultimately we, we decided that we were going to take it out of the car wash um, we had a we had a partner that was a big technology guy, and he really saw the vision of the app. You know, he had his first ride in Uber in 2011, and his like brain went. So, so he wanted to build an app. So we Spiffy was built as an app first before we ever actually washed as Spiffy. So Spiffy was the app. We built that, and then from there, we rebranded the entire company in 2014. Was when we actually launched Spiffy. <clears throat> Rebanded the whole company at the time we had five trucks, painted them all blue, and everything we do is blue and has a giant penguin on it. Um, so we, we did that, and then we just kept adding trucks and fueling our own technology. Like you guys, you know, you guys built technology. You know, we've built all that stuff internally. And I'll, I'll tell you, here's one of those hats off to you guys and anybody <laughs> listening where I give you guys some homage. If, um, you know, we easily have spent over a million dollars building our own software and you just don't need to do it that way. If you're, if you're not, you know, building a, you yeah. know, a global brand of sorts, you know, you can plug into guys like you and, and really have a lot of technology at your fingertips that, that I would have loved to have had. We dreamed up all this stuff years ago and slowly, but surely we built it. But, um, God, if I could just plug into something, that'd be great. So, so anyway, so Spiffy grew yeah, and we, we started adding cities. We, No, keep going. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, you're fine. So, yes, Bippy grew, and then really for our own proof of expansion, and if we could really scale this, um, we we moved to our first city. We went to Charlotte, um, and then from Charlotte, we went to Atlanta. um, And we actually found, once we actually went and expanded, it was actually better and easier and cleaner. I'll explain that for folks. So... Our initial, when we operated, everything was in the same office. So scheduling, operations, everything was operating out of the same very small office. When we actually moved and we went to Charlotte and we had to do everything remotely, you know, you had to communicate on the phone. You had to use the technology on the computer to to move things on the schedule. And everything, when we showed up, it looked very franchised because we only brought the best of our systems from that day forward. The trucks that we brought there were all brand new at the time. Everything else in Raleigh when we grew, so you know, I had 10 different versions of trucks. But when we actually expanded and we really cleaned everything up, it actually got easier for us on the expansion side is what we found. So expanding for us was a proof of concept, and it worked out really well to show us what we were doing. Ultimately, when we expanded, though, we did what a lot of people do is we went to a market and we – we essentially, you know, we brought five trucks there and we said, okay, go get some business and grow. And we slowly scaled up. As we move forward, though, and, and we got into, 
you know, 2017, we had gone to LA, we, in Los Angeles, we had bought a company out there and we expanded out there, but then we went to Dallas and Dallas, we did completely different. And this is one of those things I'll, I'll, I'll give as a gold nugget to folks. When we went to Dallas, we did it completely different. And the thing that we did was we actually went and we sold first. So, you know, most people want to build a business, get the business cards, get the stationery, all that stuff, and then go try to find business. And my advice to anybody is go get the business first and then pretty everything up if you can do it. So we went to Dallas and we had 50 class A buildings signed up before we ever washed a car in Texas. So that's, that's awesome. operating out of, yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. So it completely changed our business. Um, and now we're in New York and Philadelphia and Seattle and all over the place. So pretty wild ride. That's that's fantastic. One, one thing that I, that I gleaned from that is number one, Really, you grew after you had systems in place. You had it locked down. You had your processes and your people, your branding, your technology all in place at a specific smaller location. And then once you had that dialed in, then you expanded out strategically. And even in that expansion, you learned new lessons of, you know, I need to sell first before I invest in all of this initial operational cast and go out and get the customers and then bring my system in place so that I can strategically make a place in the market. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, fundamentally for me, business, that's exactly what I've taught is you got to set everything up and you got to make sure you got clean up. Because if you market a shoddy business, you're ultimately going to market yourself out of business. Because if you bring a lot of customers there and it doesn't work, all you're going to do is just expose all your weaknesses. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Systems first. Yeah, no, that's great. So so you've taken on this brand new role as president of the IDA. Uh, you, you've taken over some big shoes with Justin Lovato. You know, what are, what are your, Absolutely. What are your plans for 2019? Um, we had lots of great stuff going on for 2019, and I absolutely did, uh, did fill a, a big pair of shoes. Actually, they're like size nines, but, God, they seem enormous. Um, so, <laughs> the 2019, the, 2019 for us is um, it's really about connecting with our membership, the – you know, I've been around for years. You know, I immediately, you know, it was like the first thing I did was, you know, join the IDA. I went to mobile tech. I got involved. And then, you know, I quickly, like, got involved. I wanted to be a part of the, you know, I believe that, you know, if you're in a, an industry, and previously I was in the restaurant industry, and I was on the board of the, of the National Restaurant Association. So I just knew that the, the best way to understand what's going on in, in an industry and to plug in and, and, and be effective is to be on the inside. So that's what I did. And, but when I got there, I realized, you know, I mean, again, the, the IDA is pretty young in the grand scheme of things. And I saw a lot of opportunities yes. and people point this out all the, you know, there's always, you know, opportunity, the, the um, you know, there's always room for opportunity. It's the biggest room in the house. So the, you, know, you always can stand on the outside and say, oh, they should do this, and the IDA should do that, or this business should do this and that. And the reality is, 
you know, it takes, a, it takes a village to do it. It's a labor of love for everybody that serves the IDA. IDA is a volunteer position, you know, and, you know, I'm out and about and I'm talking to folks every day, but I do that because I love the industry. I love the people in the industry. Really, and they hadn't done one since 2014. So the member needs survey really, really highlighted and exposed what the membership is looking for. And, and the membership is looking for you know, three or four really key things. For certification, which we got dialed in really, really well. It's one of the main reasons people come to the IDA as part of the certification program. Um, and certification's only getting better. The, um, you know, there's more yeah. certifications coming. They're, gonna, you know, they're coming out with marine. They're coming out with uh, motorcycle. And they're coming out with um, RV. So there's more, you know, more certifications people can get. So all that's great. And I think certification's rocking it. Um, the other big thing people come for is they're looking for help in their business. And it's not necessarily want education about detailing, but through the member needs survey, about 50% of our membership has indicated that they actually want help in the business aspect of the business. So understanding, you know, legalities, human resources, you know, cash flow and financial management. So this year is, is a lot of that. And the IDA, you know, we have a lot of resources. There's tons of stuff on the website and we, we're constantly, you know, doing things that, that feed that, that desire of our membership. And even myself, I mean, I, I took a whole bunch of my consulting stuff recently and I took, you know, you know, goal setting workshops and I have a whole thing on like, you know, strategic planning and I follow a model called grow goals, reality, opportunity, way forward, figure out your goals, understand your reality and where you are, analyze your opportunities. You know, you, you know, you, you could die if you take the wrong opportunities and think that they're going to going to be successful for you. So you got to pick and choose your opportunities, yeah. Yeah. which gives you your way forward. We call it. So with the way forward, you know, so all that stuff. I've taken all this and I'm going to give it away to the detail industry. So this is stuff I used to charge, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to to do. I'm giving away to the detailing industry. So the um, so it's people want help in their business. That's a big one. The next biggest more consumer awareness challenge with that is it's you know how do you get to the end consumer it's the same challenge every detailer across the country faces it's called marketing um it's a huge vast expanse out there and the idea isn't equipped to to market that way we just you know but the, the biggest thing we're doing is you know through our membership and and through some consumer awareness campaigns that we're going to start running, we are going to get the word out there. And it's interesting, you know, I've seen some folks where, you know, Justin Day out in Vegas, he had posted a thing where through the IDA that he had gotten a job, you know, a $2,900 job. I mean, that's fantastic. Well, we need to take that. And we need to expand upon that. And we need to make the website, you know, build a consumer portion of the website that's really dedicated to consumers. Oh, it's an all-in-one. You get there. It's you can find a detailer. If you're a detailer, you can find manufacturers and distributors. Um, you know, and if you're a detailer, you can find resources. But really, if you're going to really communicate directly to the consumer, it's got to be done a little bit differently. And, and there's talks a lot about that right now. How we how we change that up and make it more consumer friendly. And it might be a completely different page. It might not be, you know, the IDA. It might be, you know. You know, car detailing and 
and you go there and it's, it's all about the IDA and certification. There's three things, education, building people's businesses, and, and consumer awareness are, are the focus and it's how we really get out there. The other big one was people were looking for, they want more localized events. They want to be able to touch the IDA. So if you've seen this year, you know, we've done a whole bunch of meet and greets and, and events around, you know, getting out there. We go, we do certification, and then we open it up to a meet and greet. And, and that seems to be a really big, big hit um, so far. So we're going to continue to do that, and we're going to try to plug into every single, you know, car wash trade show, things like that. And we're going to try to do a certification and a meet and greet style event, all sponsored by the IDA um, throughout the rest of the year. So we're going to move around the country a lot more than we ever have. That, that's cool. phenomenal. Cool. That's awesome. So um, one of the one of the things that, that people are curious about is how does the IDA, you know, beings that it is a volunteer organization, and we've been in a bunch of those ourselves, um, is how does the IDA keep that all together being a volunteer organization? I mean, I know that there's kind of the unsung heroes, and I'm kind of, you know, referring to those guys that, that are always there, that have it as a full-time job, you know, and, and make it happen. Yeah, so the backbone of, of the IDA is, I mean, we have, we have an office, um, you know, and we have a fantastic staff. I mean, we have an executive director, Cheryl Hazard. Um, she's been with the, uh, with the IDA since before it ever even was formed. Um, she's an association expert. So um, she actually, you know, um, really plugged into that world. So I think our background, I think the unsung heroes are, are all those folks that are producing the emails and, and organizing all the membership stuff and, and setting up certification events. You're 100% right. There, there's a huge staff, you know, them in the office that that are constantly doing those types of things to keep the IDA going and they are the unsung heroes but that's the backbone of it but it's organized pretty well I think the biggest thing that that I like about the IDA is it's built off of a committee structure so the committee structure is again volunteer based but you know you have membership um, marketing or marketing communication marcom is what we call it you have trade show and education referred to as trash o edcom I don't know um, then you have um, you have certification, uh, and then and then now we have a new chapter development uh, um, committee, which is being headed up by Jason Rose. So Jason Rose uh, was membership um, as a board liaison, and now he is is directly running this chapter development, and that's been interesting for us too. So uh, you know, a couple of years ago we launched chapters. You know, we have uh, the UK, Norway, New Zealand, and. And the, you know, the international expansion was on and there's a ton of fuel around that right now. We just got confirmation and I was on a call yesterday morning at, you know, 7 a.m. Um, with, you know, 30 guys in India that are forming the India chapter. So that's coming together um, really, really well. Um, there's a lot of interest. Uh, France looks like it could, could pull together a chapter pretty quickly and easily. Um, and then we're looking at like Brazil, Canada, Mexico, some of the places where we have larger membership. So I think this is really like, you know, I mean, we've always been international, but me personally as the, um, and they're from all over the world. And, and that's, that's amazing to me. And I think I just, I see all of that as part of the expansion as we go, you know, we already have, yeah. I mean, we're, we're coming up on 1400 members and we're in over 50 countries. So, I mean, it's, it is definitely an international organization. 
Yeah, I, I think I I'm really really excited by the growth that I've seen. You know, we had the IDA meeting uh, just at the beginning of the year, uh, and um, you know, to see the committees come together. And one of the things that I hear often from detailers that are not in the IDA, they're like, "What do I get out of the IDA? Why should I join?" And I, in fact, I had a gentleman, one of our customers out of Jacksonville. He's like, "Man, I just haven't seen the need." I'm like, "Dude." You need to get inside the industry. I mean, you're in the industry, but you need to get inside the industry and get your shoulders and your head and side by side with other great detailers, business owners, leaders in the industry so that you can glean key ideas for your business. And I go, when you get involved and you make a point of being active in it, you will get far more out of it than the little bit that you put in. And I just like, dude, join it. And so he joined it last year, and it's been a huge step for him. He, I was talking to his wife last week. He goes, yeah, that was one of the best things we did for our business last year was joining the IDA because we've been connected with key individuals that have just been a resource for us to help us grow our business to the next level. Yeah, I, I could agree more. I mean, you know, the the entrepreneur, the solopreneur, the you know, the one man show. I mean, it's a lonely world out there. Even though you're constantly busy, it's really, really lonely. And you know, I, I got to tell you, the IDA for a place just to connect, to vent, to talk, to to get to know other people. I think business owners that that understand that they need to surround themselves, even with their competitors, like. You know, and if, if you ever look at any of the guys, you know, there's all kinds of competition in the world. And, you know, and there, there's all kinds of competition in this business, even between, you know, distributors and, and manufacturers and detailers. But, God, it just it all goes away at the IDA level for some reason. And it's just everybody's there to help each other. And if you can get one good idea. Right. So operator membership cost one hundred and ten dollars right now, which I think is is very inexpensive. Um you know, but God, if you can get that one idea, that one little tip or trick, if that one tip or trick can save you and your team, you know, 10 minutes a day, if you add that up, it's thousands of dollars a year, you know, but you don't get that if you're not plugged in and looking around and understanding what's going on in the industry and how things have changing. It is the cutting edge, most up-to-date information you can get is from the IDA. And, it, and tools have changed over the years. I mean, Look at, you know, even just look at, you know, dual action compared to rotary. I mean, just things have changed. And those guys that, that isolate themselves and don't want to plug in, I got to tell you, they're, they're missing out. And they're missing out in a huge way. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I see is that just the diversity of people that are in it, like you said, in, in you know, different countries or just even different regions of the U.S., you know, to see how somebody else is running their business and how they're extending their business into, for instance, somebody that's in Alaska or Maine. They extend it into the winter months with, you know, uh, different services that you may not think about in your area, but it gives you ideas of how you can extend your business and go into new markets. And that kind of stuff is invaluable. I mean, you can't yeah. put a price on, on learning how to extend your business. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I, again, that's a great example because, you know, I mean, I'm in North Carolina. We, we certainly don't have a rough winter, but, but it, it, it absolutely affects us. Like right now we have pollen, uh, you know, it's pollen season for us right now. And it just hit yeah. in the past like day or two. Well, you know, that's a challenge right now. You know, it'll, it'll slow down for us for a little bit, 
but then it goes completely nuts. Well, well, when it's slowing down is the time you can get organized and you can, you can plug in and get those ideas. A rain day, you know, is a great day to just, you know, it doesn't mean you don't have work. It means you need to figure out how to get more work and what to do on it. How do you work on a rain day? So, you know, I'm with you 100%. There's yeah. just a lot of gold nuggets out there that you can take from. They're forced to do it differently at different times. Yeah, I think that's really critical. Yeah, uh, you know, the thing that you highlighted there is the importance of finding things to do, how to grow your business in slow times. Because it's like I saw a detailer, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, yeah, just some downtime. And he's, you know, playing on his, on his uh, iPad. And, yes, we need to have downtime. I get that. But in the back of my head, I'm like, why are you broadcasting that you're slow instead of trying to market that you need, you know, your business to help it grow? And so you're filling those gaps or those dips. So. Yeah, I just wrote it. I just wrote an article that was in the most recent newsletter um, for the IDA. And, it, you know, the, the moral of the story was you got to get off the roller coaster. You know, you know, there's this, you know, people market, 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 and then they get busy and they got to go do the work. And then they're doing all the work and they stop marketing and then it dips and they, they keep, you know, and that's exactly a, a great example is you got to get off the roller coaster. You got to build, you know, back to you talking about systems. You got to have systems in place and marketing, marketing is a system. And, and in your slow times, it's the time to do the due diligence around how to keep that stuff rolling. But there's no reason to, to have that roller coaster effect. You know, one of the biggest things that I see in the, in this industry that's very different from, from where I come from is, you know, there's not a lot of um, automated marketing systems per se. So when I say that, you know, people are always looking for a new customer. And I, I see this all the time. They're always like, how do I get more customers? How do I get more customers? And they're neglecting the fact that, you know, there's only three ways to grow your business. You go get more new customers. You get your existing customers to spend more or you increase the frequency of your existing customers. That's it. Well, two thirds right. of that equation had to do with your existing customers. You know, on yeah. a slow day, on a slow day, it's not, you know, it's not take downtime. It's not anything else. It's go back to the well. And maybe that's the day you just send thanks to those folks. You write a handwritten thank you note and you put it in the mail. You go back and look at your service calendar of people that haven't, you know, done a service in 30 to 60 days and you reach out to them. That's the stuff you do on the slow day. So the slow days should just be as busy as any other day, you know, but yeah. it's different tasks that you could do on those days. So it's just interesting. I don't see a lot of the marketing automation that I'm used to, which is, and we do a lot of it. We have a lot of automated follow-up stuff that we do. You know, if you got a wash 30 days ago, you know, we hit you up again. If we make service recommendations, this is a great one for folks out there. You know, a lot of us, we attempt to upsell or we attempt to, I'm not, I'm not driving with no hands. I've stopped the car. Um, yeah, so we've, um, so, so a lot of things, um, you know, one of the things that we do is we, we make recommendations. So we have, you know, upsell recommendations and really they're, they're, we're experts. This is how we look at it. And this is how people need to position themselves. We're experts on car care. And if we come up to your vehicle and we notice something that you should do, should fix, maybe a scratch, maybe, you know, you can tell the car hasn't been waxed. My favorite question to ask anybody um, as a client is when was the last time that you waxed your vehicle and they all choke on it. They're all like, uh, uh, you know, and so it's the easiest thing to upsell is, is actually waxing somebody's vehicle. 
Well, there's lots of other upsells. As you go through a car, you might notice stains. You might notice, you know, uh, some paint imperfections you know you can, can fix. One of the things that people don't do enough of is they don't record that information. And then when that person actually comes back right. to them for a service, yep. they don't utilize, like, their information. Like, you got to have a database of these folks. So if Mrs. Smith calls me, and I know that I've recommended to Mrs. Smith to get her car waxed, I noticed a couple stains that I know I can get out of her car. When Mrs. Smith calls back in, I pull up her notes. You know, we're happy to do that service that you've had in the past. You know, last time we, you know, we, we did recommend that you get your car waxed. And I told you we could get those stains out of that seat. Would you like to do that? And I think if you try to sell people at the moment, you probably get, you know, I don't know. We, we have about a 30% take rate on at the moment selling um, of upsells. Well, if you can do it, because some of the problem is people have a time allotment that they think. And then if that's going to extend their time allotment, especially if you're working on their paint, they, they don't want to mess with it. But and now if I can get that in your head before you show up to the shop or before I get out to the location, if I can plant that seed about knowing enough about your vehicle that I can get these services done, I can increase my, my check average and my revenue, um, either your shop revenue or what we call ADRT, average daily revenue per truck. If I can bump that average daily revenue per truck up, my you know, by making this recommendation and doing the service, the company makes more money. If it's in a situation where we can get tips, which happens a lot, our technicians make more money. And yeah. then our technicians are bonused off of how much revenue they do in a day. So it bumps them. They're in the bonus now. It's got a lot of upsides yeah. and it wins for everybody. But that's really just knowing your customer and, and analyzing the data you have to follow up and try to bring them in a little bit sooner and and one of those things is that if somebody's going to do a service with you and you got to look at your frequency you know we run between a, a two and a three in frequency of people coming back in a year um frequency is one of those things that if i can get that person to transact one more time in a year and if i got all of my customers to transact I'm absolutely going to grow my business by 25% because that's the fourth one that I need to get that over the hump. But if you wait for them to call yeah. you, you're at their mercy. But God, if you have them on a schedule and you call yeah. them and you can get them set up and you can plant that seed, it's like a hairdresser. If a hairdresser, you know, the, you know, the wife used to go and spend, you know, a lot of money to get her hair done. I'm sure a lot of us uh, have, have wives that, that spend a lot of money on their hair. But God, if that, if, if, they don't make that appointment like as soon as possible. It can stretch out a few weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Well, if they do that a couple times a year, my wife just cycled out. You just missed a whole hundred and something dollars that year. Detailers yeah. need to look at that and they need to use the information that they have a little bit more effectively to grow their yeah. business is what I think. So that's yeah, one of those absolutely. things. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and to your or to your earlier point of you need something in place to do that because well, we went to a customer once that had a stack of paper and she said, see that stack of paper? That's the really important follow-ups that I'm supposed to do that I never will get to because everything takes precedent over that. And so, you know, years and years ago, we built into our system the ability to do what we call callbacks. Put them That's on right. schedule. Schedule it. You know, it's Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. I got a call back, Mrs. Smith, because I, you know, four weeks ago, I said that I was going to, I placed this little reminder to call her back and say, hey, you're going to come in and do a follow-up. And so you just, you have to do that. You have to make it as important as anything else. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and I'll share, share a true story about that exact scenario. So I was 
on my way out in a Suburban loaded with eight kids on a trip to Arkansas. And on the way out, I stopped by uh, a local interior repair shop and I swung by mm -hmm. and I had them give me an estimate on some ripped leather seating that I had. And they didn't know that I was one of the partners with FS. So I was watching them use our software, do the estimate and stuff. And so I went on vacation, drove to Arkansas, came back. I mean, it was in the back of my head, but just got busy. And exactly three weeks to the day, they called me up and said, hey, Mr. Cedric, you were at our facility on July the 3rd. We had an estimate of on the leather repair, 277 bucks or whatever it was. Would you like to schedule that for next Tuesday? Guess what? I scheduled it for that next Tuesday. And so the power of being able to follow up on acts and plan them in the future so that you can manage that business so that you can get them back in front of you and do the service is really, really critical. You know, we're business and, and, and we, we all love cars. We love to touch cars. We love to work on cars, but the reality is our business is really about our clients and, and their satisfaction. So a system like that, where they followed up with you, you know, you already have raised the bar, you know, immensely on what you think of that establishment. You know that they're professional. You know they're on top of their business. Or else, another great follow-up step is, you know, so so we have, you know, we have a lot of trucks. I have a hundred trucks across the country. Uh, so with with follow-up. You know, I, I obviously can't see and touch every car that we do. We do, you know, thousands and thousands of services a week. Um, so, you know, but one of the things that we can do is we can we actually follow up with clients. Um, and we, we do outbound customer service to clients. And one of the things it does, and this is great for anybody, any, anybody out there, you know, especially if you've got a couple trucks and you're not able to, to get in touch, you know, you're not in a shop where you can touch and talk to people every day. And even if you are in the shop, you can't be in the shop every day. You got other stuff you got to do, you know. So if you miss that client, there's nothing better than than a personal follow up, and then it's a great opportunity to actually solicit them for feedback, a review, and create, you know, and and bump, you know, one you're you're serving them and you're you're calling to make sure that they're happy. Well, what a great time to say if they are happy, you know, what a great time to say, you know, hey, would you mind giving me, you know, a review? Yeah. Because you know they're huge online reviews right now is what you know people look at that stuff before they ever get to you. And then, God forbid, yeah. there is a problem. At least you can you can address it. You may never have known about that problem, but you're on top of your business and you've reached out to the client. Now you got them on the phone, and they're like, "Yeah, I noticed this. You don't need to do anything about it, but I wanted you to know." Oh my God, we'll take care of that. Again, make notes next time you go out there. Make sure that you take care of that little thing that they pointed out. Make sure that doesn't go wrong again. So you know, yeah. they come on the windows and they say, "Oh, I got it. Don't worry about it." Well, next time, make sure the windows are absolutely crystal clear and perfect. So, yep. Oh, that's great. Well, you, man, I know we could keep continuing on this board. I mean, the, the conversation has been incredible. And, and it really, it goes to the point about the, the value of the IDA. The, the IDA is about helping you grow your business, you know, and connecting you with individuals that are already successful. They're doing things different in their markets. They're there to share you know, not only their expertise, but also their willingness to help. And so, you know, I, I really appreciate you uh, giving us some of your time. Maybe we ought to schedule a round two of this sometime in the summer when people get going. But just wanted to thank you for sharing 
some of your day with us because we know you're busy and you're running off to to run your business. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I love it. I love the format. You know, you guys do a great job. Um, you know, and again, for me, it's like it's it is absolutely about helping people and businesses. Everybody to connect with me on Facebook. I'm having a blast uh, chatting with people all over the world. So I encourage everybody. You know, Jonathan Munsell, um, pretty easy to find out there. Um, certainly look me up. Um, and then, you know, I told you I was going to give away some free resources and I'm going to put that on jonathanmunsell.com and I'm giving away a whole big free kit for people to, to help in their business. Um, so that's available to everybody as well. So go jonathanmunsell.com. I don't know if it's there yet. My, I, I tell you what, Jonathan, when you get the link, yeah. So John, Jonathan, you're breaking up a little bit there. So, uh, when you get the link, send it to me, and I will include it in the comments and make sure that everybody has links to those resources. So, yeah, we we got the really bad max room, max headroom imitation there. So we lost that complete last little bit. So hopefully you've heard me. So, um, yeah, so please send me a link to that information. I will share it in our likes and comments. And uh, we really do appreciate you joining us. Sorry that last little bit of information you're sharing with. We didn't lose it. We didn't get any of it. So, but thank you very much for joining us. Yep, I think we lost him. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching another episode of Mafia Memoirs. As you can see, sometimes the Facebook Live cellular connection isn't exactly perfect, but hopefully... You've gained and gleaned. Jonathan was sharing today was incredibly valuable for you and your business. And as always, we're here to help. Even if you just want to bounce ideas off technology, give us a shout. That's what we're here for. But you guys have a fantastic day and make it a great week. Thanks. See ya. See ya.